When most people think of Dubai, there are probably some very specific things that come to mind. Heat, the desert, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, the Las Vegas of the Middle East. If you look up myths about Dubai on the internet, you're going to find a variety of different points that people make. Things like, you wouldn't want to be a woman in Dubai, you can't go outside because it's too hot, there's no culture, everyone in Dubai is rich, it's very likely that you'll get arrested there. Any number of things come to mind when you think of Dubai. My conversation in this episode is with a young woman who left the city of Vancouver to pursue a career in Dubai. And she tells us about her experiences in this episode of The Expats. at the top of the show, my guest this week is Iris Diaz, although she has a more complete name that she'd prefer to share with you. Uh, my full name is Iris Tanya Ann Diaz. <laughs> I grew up in a town called Slave Lake, Alberta, um, but Edmonton, uh, Edmonton is home. And uh, after Edmonton, I moved to Vancouver, British Columbia. You, where are you living now? Uh, right now, I'm currently residing in Dubai in the United Arab Emirates. And what brought you out to Dubai? Because you had a pretty good job when you were living in, in BC. I did. I had a really great job and I loved my job. And um, I was actually starting to love life in Vancouver. Um, what brought me out was another good job and then adventure. So you, you get this opportunity to do another job. You're thinking, this is going to be really adventurous. And then the reality of what you're doing hits. So before you've even gotten on the plane... What are some of the big fears you have about leaving Canada? I don't know that I had any fears about leaving Canada because ultimately, um, no matter what happens, no matter how shitty a place is, you can always go back to Canada and that's a really great option. So you go, you try it and if it works great and if it doesn't, I'm going to go running home with my tail between my legs and that's okay. <laughs> but like Dubai's kind of, it's a pretty big leap, at least I think it is. And, and I, I think I told you this the other day, I'm not very well traveled. So was Dubai actually a really big leap from, from Canada? I remember, I mean, heat wise, fuck yeah. Sorry, I cursed. Is that okay? Go for it. Okay. <laughs> the temperature wise, fuck, is it different? Um, but I think because there are so many expats in Dubai, it makes it less, less culture shocky. I remember, I remember when I got here being surprised by how little culture shock I felt and maybe I don't know what culture shock is and I just had it, but didn't know I had it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's different, but I don't know. When you say there are expats, uh, that, that Dubai is sort of an expat city, you're not just talking about Canada, are you? No, um, there's 40,000 Canadians in the UAE, but, um, it's, the population of the country is 80% expats. So the low, the Emiratis only make up 20% of, of the population. So it's incredibly diverse and you've got a huge British population here. Um, a lot of people from India and Pakistan and Bangladesh and the sort of um, <clears throat> Central Asia. And is that Central Asia? I, I don't know. 
I'm hoping that I will learn geography through this whole project. <laughs> I remember when I was getting my um, going for my vaccinations before moving here. I was at the um, clinic and they had this world map. I'm looking at the map and I'm like, oh, there's Dubai. That's where I'm moving. And then I look, I'm like, holy crap, that's close to Iran. <laughs> <laughs> where the hell am I moving to? I actually had very little idea about what was surrounding the country that I was moving to. It's one of those places that I think that everyone's seen like photos of or they saw it in Mission Mission Impossible or whatever, but no one really knows what it's about. So I guess maybe then my, my next question is, what is Dubai all about? Is it really the, the Las Vegas of the Middle East? I think it's got aspects of that. Uh, the first, I would say the first year, year and a half I lived here, that was sort of all I experienced. But I'm quite lucky because my best friend is Emirati and she she's exposed me to parts of Dubai that I just I wouldn't have been exposed to as most expats. Most expats don't mingle with the with Emiratis. So I'm quite lucky in that sense. And yeah, it's definitely got aspects of Vegas, but it, there's also a really nice sort of um, old 40 years uh, <laughs> feel to parts of Dubai as well. What about the, uh, I know, I understand there's a whole lot of construction going on uh, there. Is is Dubai, is Dubai this place that's still totally being built? Yeah. Like I look out my window and I swear to God, uh, every day there's more and more cranes. And I think, what the hell? Uh, there's construction all the time. They're constantly building new things, tearing down things to rebuild them. And it's, it's just, it's incredible. Okay. So you moved to Dubai. It's, you haven't experienced a, tre- a tremendous amount of culture shock. Are, are you sort of going about your day-to-day the way you would in Canada? Most of the time, I would say, yeah. You know, go to work and I think the, the mundane parts of life are going to be mundane wherever. Wake up, go to work, come back home, cook dinner, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I would say most of it. I've come to realize I actually, I, and this sounds really bad, but I drink a lot more in here, which is <laughs> counterintuitive to what I thought would, life would be like moving to a Muslim country. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing. Are, are you drinking more to cope or are you drinking more because that's just a really social thing that happens there? It's just a really social thing that happens here. Um, you know, every Thursday we go out for after work drinks at a pub near near the office and then Fridays, yeah, it's just, I think it's the way people socialize. Uh, are you rolling around in an amazing vehicle at all? Uh, no. <laughs> actually, you know what? I actually don't. I, I am one of the few people in Dubai without a car. Okay. Uh, the driving here stresses me out. And there's certain laws and rules and stuff that you can't, like, you can't give somebody the finger or else they can report you and then you'll get in trouble. So I'm very... Um, I've been known to have road rage in the past, so I felt it was probably in my best interest to avoid the opportunity to flip somebody the bird and get thrown in jail. That's probably a really good idea. Uh, when I moved here, I told my I told my dad I only had two goals: to not get arrested and or to not get deported and to not get fired. And um, so far, so good. Knock on wood. <laughs> well done. Now, yeah. if, if you're the only person, or, or if you feel like you're the only person without a car. What's it like uh, getting around from day to day uh, without a vehicle? Um, so taxis are very, very inexpensive. So I take a taxi to work most of the time. There's a really, there's a fairly decent metro system here that connects most of the city. Um, so you can, you can functionally get around without a vehicle. 
walking though it's because i'm quite pedestrian so i'm quite a pedestrian so i thought that you know i could totally walk places but it's too hot most of the time and uh sidewalks are almost non-existent so the, the city's not really built for pedestrian traffic it's really not built for pedestrian traffic and they're working on it um the new areas of downtown and everything have more much much better uh, pedestrian opportunities but uh yeah some of the other areas you'll be walking on a sidewalk and then blammo there's no more sidewalk and you think okay now i'm on the street this isn't safe so yeah <laughs> so i'll just call it a cab yeah <laughs> let, me, let me hail a taxi do you guys have uh services like uber in dubai Yes, we have a couple of options. Uber is one of them. And then we have another sort of, I think, locally grown option. Um, and they're fantastic. Now, um, shifting gears a little bit, I'm curious to know, I mean, how long, first of all, you've been in Dubai for two or three years now, right? Two and a half. Yeah. Do, do you ever experience those sort of pangs of missing home? And and if you do, what are some of the things that, that you really miss about Canada? Swiss Chalet. Really? Miss Swishelle so much. If they had Swishelle here, this place would be perfect. Um, <laughs> How much Swishelle were you eating? I I, <laughs> I love Swishelle. I would eat Swishelle once um, once a week. Yeah, I love Swishelle. So so if ever that sauce, nectar of the gods, Adam. The the sauce really? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I thought I thought the sauce was just like unrendered soap. I don't know who you are sometimes. <laughs> So Swiss Chalet, you really miss. What else? Um, I miss I miss the sort of just weird freedoms of Canada, like being able to give somebody the bird and not being thrown in jail. Uh, not I've, I've I've been told to put on more clothes a couple times when I'm walking around, and uh, I like it. I like Canada because nobody nobody cares. It's like okay, just wearing shorts, big deal. Uh, so that sort of stuff. Um, I really, really, really miss live music, seeing good live music. Not a lot of musicians are traveling to Dubai to do live shows? I mean, there are, but they're very sort of, you know, one direction and that sort of genre. So just, Which is fine. No judgment, but it's not my cup of tea. Yeah, so you're, you're looking for like the, uh, I don't know, the, the non-pop acts to come out there. <laughs> and those guys have no money, so they can't afford to go to Dubai. Exactly. So uh, I really miss, yeah, I miss live music. And I do miss things like pop, not just pop culture, but culture in general. People complain that Dubai lacks a lot of culture. And I think the government is working very hard to to get more art shows and all of these sorts of things happening, especially before uh, in anticipation of Expo 2020. But um, there's just, there's not a lot of options to do random cultural stuff like go to a museum or go to a gallery or something so and and have you tired of exploring uh, all the different weird buildings and such in the city yes i think most of the buildings have been explored now um i have a really great view i look at i look at the tallest building in the world every day the burj khalifa yeah burj khalifa so I'm sort of meh about that now. I'm like, yeah, okay, I see it. I've recently discovered. I've recently discovered the beaches. Most people don't realize that Dubai is on the um, Arabian Gulf. Mm-hmm. And maybe a month ago, my friend and I went to a beach club, and I sat there and I thought, this is this is the life that people think I live. You know, beaches and relaxing and having you know nice cold beers and stuff at a five star hotel. I said, and for the first time in my life, I'm actually living the life that people think Dubai is, and it was great. 
you know, it's a tax-free lifestyle, which is really nice and part of the draw of moving here. But I would say everything other than the taxis is about 40% more. So while I thought, okay, because when I moved here, I was earning the exact same salary as I was making in Canada Mm pre-tax. And I thought, wow, this is going to be great. I'm going to be saving so much money. And I got here and I was like, oh, well, everything is so goddamn expensive. And you end up, I would have, financially, I would have been in the same situation had I stayed in Canada. But the company that I work for is big enough that they have discounts at a lot of places. So that makes everything a little bit easier to do. Are you getting, do you get to visit Canada as often as you would like these days? Um, so I try to go back twice a year just to get a sense of normal. Cause I think, um, I think you can really get into the sort of Dubai, oh, you know, everything is, everything should be done for you and stuff. Like you can have anything delivered. McDonald's delivers here and it's a beautiful thing when you're hungover, but ultimately that's not reality. So I like to go home twice a year just for, just for reality check. Um, I do wish that I had chosen a destination that was a bit closer to Canada so I could do, say, a weekend trip home or something. But a 16-hour flight and a 12-hour time difference is a bit tough to do more than twice a year. And what about um, a desire to come back to live in Canada permanently? Is that in the cards for you or are you still enjoying the exploration of being where you are? Um, I'm still very much enjoying the exploration. Uh, I mean, a big part of the reason that I moved here was because I'm working for an airline. I get to travel for very inexpensive inexpensively, very cheaply. <laughs> so I, I mean, there's a lot of destinations on our route network that I want to explore before I even contemplate moving back to Canada. Um, and then the longer I'm away from Canada and the more that I see the world, the more I kind of think I want to explore other parts of it. So I, I have set my next destination to be either Copenhagen or Amsterdam before I move back to the great white North. Everything, everything, I think Dubai is really well positioned because I think, what is the stat? 80% of the world's population lives within a seven hour flight or something. Wow. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Cause in Canada, everything takes so long to get to like Toronto is a six hour flight from Vancouver. Yeah. And here I'm going from Dubai to another goddamn continent in the same amount of time. So, so, so you're living out of Canada in Dubai has actually enabled you to see even more of the world than than maybe some other expats might. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and working for an airline, it changes everything. I went to, uh, my girlfriend and I went to the Maldives for a weekend, for a long weekend. And I remember getting on that plane and saying, she's Canadian as well, she's a Canadian expat as well. Um, I remember saying to her, like, we went to university, I said, you know, if we were in Edmonton right now, the Maldives would be something that you save up for a few years to go and do. Because it's so far and it's quite, you know, it's not something that, you think, oh yeah, let's just do it. And here we are. We planned it like three days before we went and we just hopped on a plane and went to the Maldives because it's like a five hour flight. And I thought, this is, God damn it. It's amazing. So you're, yeah. li- you're living the life. I'm in, I'm actually really enjoying. Yeah. The life. It's, it's fun. One last question. What are uh, Emirati's perceptions of Canadians? Um, I think Canada is quite, it, I think it's, quite favorable everybody <laughs> I think most people are just glad that we're not American or British um, so we we rank quite high up there I think and every expat that I've met says that Canadians are so nice but we also like to um, we're also quite proud 
they're always shocked at how proud Canadians are. Like, I am Canadian. And I remember when I moved here thinking, yeah, I'm Canadian. But now it's like the first thing that I say. I'm Irish. <laughs> I work in PR and I am Canadian. Like, it's become <laughs> such a big part of my identity now. Uh, I think, I think most, yeah, I think most residents that I've met or most people that I've met have been like, oh, yeah, Canada. That's, not, you know, you guys are really nice and friendly. Say A a lot funny accent you actually do say a lot i don't because i don't i mean i'm around people who maybe actually do say a a lot and therefore i don't notice but is that actually a thing we do i don't know i i say apparently i say a boot <laughs> and I, I i think i've i've started to sound more canadian since moving internationally than i ever <laughs> did when i lived in canada um because as you know, I, I have a podcast and I was listening to older episodes. It's like, yeah, I don't sound that Canadian, but re-listening to, like, when I edit the new episodes, I'm like, God damn it, why do I say a boot and <laughs> take off, eh? And all of these, yeah, so. Um, I, I, did, I do have one additional question because you said that Emiratis are just glad that you're not American or British. So I have to ask, what is it about Americans and Brits that, that they find a little bit more off-putting than Canadians? So this, I think, is maybe from personal experience. <laughs> okay. um, the Brits, I think, they still think that the sun never sets on the British Empire. And they have this sort of entitled attitude and um, also... Brits, Brits behaving badly is is a legit thing. Uh, I was in a taxi once coming home from my friend's place, and uh, you know we'd had a few we had had a few wobbly pops or whatever, and get into the taxi and driver's talking to me and he's just like oh it's friday i hate fridays i'm like why he's like always oh, so many drunk so many drunk british people i was chew some gum so he doesn't know how drunk you are um, <laughs> <laughs> and then americans i mean you know they're american god love them i i guess what i'm the reason i'm asking is because i'm trying to test in a lot of ways uh the stereotypes so it's not i don't think any of what you've told me is actually very surprising even about canadians we are very proud and it seems like i mean yeah it's um canada is the best and you know i was there's a few canadians on the the pr team that i work with and uh the other day um one of our british colleagues came up with another canadian a friend of mine and uh was teasing him she's like well all he ever does is talk about how great canada is and blah 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 canada 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 and i looked at her i'm like are you dumb why wouldn't you talk about how great canada is because it's the best, <laughs> you know, and you just, I really, I really didn't care about, not that I didn't care, but I didn't know how much I cared about Canada. What, what do you do on a weekend in Dubai? Um, so our weekends, it's a weird week. Um, we work thir uh, Sunday through Thursday. So yesterday was my Saturday, my traditional Saturday. Oh, weird. Uh, yeah, it is weird. I'll never get used to it. Um, so yesterday I went for brunch with a couple of friends of mine and then we went to brunch is a big thing here. It's extra, over the top. You eat a lot, you drink a lot. It's like all you can drink for four hours. Oh, the other thing that I've realized since moving here is how much I love bacon. So bacon, it, it was until I couldn't, it's such a, I'm such a girl. As soon as I realized I couldn't have it, I was like, God damn, I want bacon. So, um, in Canada, I never really cooked it. I never really ate it. Um, unless I was going to a restaurant or something. And now I have bacon every week, every day in some aspect. Is it the kind of bacon you would find at a grocery store in Canada with the, you know, smoked maple bacon or whatever? 
that's not back bacon or something weird like that? Yeah, so they have all of those options. They have Oscar Mayer, whatever, bacon, the, the stuff that we are used to and love and smells so good when you're frying it. Oh, my God. And then they have the weird British bacon and then all of that other stuff. As my conversation with Iris drew to a close, it occurred to me that bacon may become a recurring theme on this show. It's just a theory and one that's unproven. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the expats. We'll be back with another episode in a couple weeks. If there are any expats you think we should be speaking with, have them email us at info at expatspodcast.ca or, you know, send us an email yourself. Hook us up, make that connection, and let's create this global network of Canadians living abroad. I have been your host, Adam Rosenhart, out of Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch up again in a couple of weeks.